Not content with your content? You've come to the right place. The Discontent Show with Joe Kuzma. Every brand starts with a story. Here's how you can grow your business by sharing it. Now with today's topic, the host of The Discontent Show, Joe Kuzma. Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Discontent Show. My name is Joe Kuzma, and I've got some glorious, glorious advice for you today, especially those of you who are involved with social media. going to jump right into it here. Usually, I'm talking about blogging, or I've been talking about YouTube. I've been talking about automating processes and all these great things. Over the last few weeks of The Discontent Show, you can check those back in the archives uh, in those old episodes, and I refer to some of that stuff even in today's episode and really today's was sparked by I'm scrolling through Facebook earlier and as is customary on Facebook sometimes I cringe sometimes I'm like do I really want to go on Facebook and you know this is such a bad thing to say because I'm an advocate of getting your name and getting getting out front and center on social media right and Facebook by far the largest a social media platform that you would want to be on. And it looks like, you know, there's some things that are getting a little more tailored now where I'm seeing some organic posting of pages and, and groups and things that I followed for the longest time, almost more than I see from individuals. And maybe it's just my personal recent interactions because a lot of that is custom tailored to how you use Facebook. However, when you go on and you see some negative things, specifically I saw something that had to deal with advertising your business. I must have been in one of these uh, B2B groups or something of that nature. And there was this guy that was advertising, you know, I made, I don't know, 300 bucks this week on Facebook. Message me and I'll reveal all of my secrets. You know, it's like the the magic cure all. I, I, could, I could do it and just give me some money. And I'll show you how to do it too. And we all know that that doesn't necessarily work that way. I mean, it could be very sincere. It could be somebody that's starting up as an entrepreneur, just like just like many of you are that are listening even myself i mean you got to start somewhere right but however the way you don't start out the gate with one of these things is is to engage in the comments of course um here's social media it, it's full of trolls right and sometimes there, there's the troll tax you have to pay and you have to deal with some of the negativity and comments and this is what people will do i'm sure it's no different than back in the day except the world is now a smaller place with the internet and your facebook's and twitter and everything else that's out there so it's a lot easier for somebody to grab their smartphone and uh, you know leave a negative comment now it's like you know one out of every seven comments i have to warn everyone because this will terrify you you're like i i don't want negative reviews and negative comments and this and that and if you have a beloved brand and you do everything properly this is one of these things you don't really have to worry about you know it comes with the territory of doing business right one out of seven is going to be positive. People are more likely to complain than praise. And that's why you've heard me say here on the show before, You sometimes you want to pet the dog when it's good too, not just scold it when it's bad because you're going to constantly get bit. And you want to engage with people on social media, but you also have to unfortunately engage with people who make complaints. Well, unfortunately, this guy didn't, went about the wrong way trying to promote his little startup business or whatever it is on how to be a money maker or doing whatever it was he's doing on Facebook and whatnot. And um, yeah, he had some very derogatory, uh, inflammatory type 
comments, abusive comments, uh, borderline, you know, these are the things that get you kicked off of Facebook in response to somebody else that told him he was a scammer or something like that. So, um, you know, one of my biggest things is I always tell people to try and take the conversation offline, but that's not always going to be possible. And a lot of times you want to foster, you know, goodwill out in public. You want to be out there where people can see you. And here's some of the things that you want to do when you're responding to social media comments. And one of the things that was kind of crazy is, you know, sometimes I cobble some of this together from my own personal experience and then I read the advice that others give. And one of them is always respond. And a few times I was on here and, you know, I'm looking at different ways that people want you to respond. And one of these websites or articles, or, you know, these are these big websites like Forbes and things like that. They always put out these, you know, cute little articles on this type of stuff, bullet pointed. And it's like always respond. And some of them are like within 15 minutes. Some of them are within an hour. We all know that, you know, Facebook is trying to get that messenger, their Facebook messenger. Basically, it's like they're, for those of you old enough to remember AOL and instant messenger, it's basically their same product. It's like their standalone texting type platform and app. And they're trying to tightly weave that in within Facebook and get you to use that. And one of the ways is a response time badge that's on your page. Now, if you have the ability to do this, you have a business or you have somebody that can be dedicated or many someones that could be dedicated to responding on a Facebook messenger or even on comments, then by all means do it ASAP. But I, you know, I usually recommend that you're at least checking out your social media stuff. At least one, it should be at least once a day. It depends on your business. I, I know someone that was involved with like, they're in a, like a baking kind of industry and they didn't pay attention to it for months. I mean, there's people who want like, you know, I don't know, I wouldn't say like a wedding cake, but maybe a birthday cake, for example, or cupcakes or something of that nature that they do bread or, and, and they're just not responding. And want it for a specific occasion. And you know what? Unfortunately, this is what social media leads you down the path of is that this is the this is the new phone number. You had a website for a while. Your website's like your business card. Not everybody, you know, they might fill out a web form. They may try and email you. I, I'm very against having your email address just put out there in public, by the way, just because of all the spamming and junk mail and everything that you're going to get that comes along with that. If you have a web form, you get that stuff too. You're always being sold, you know, some type of miracle pill that does whatever from weight loss to uh, other special things. So when you when you're on here and you're not responding to people sending you messages either through messenger or through comments, you're you're kind of ignoring your potential you're, you're ignoring a potential sale. I guess that's the best way to say. So what you want to do is is that you want to you want to show that you care. And you could just hit a like button if you're on Facebook or favorite button if you're on Twitter. You don't have to say much. I mean, you, you look at some of these social media um, uh, like accounts for, let's say, like a Wendy's, for example, Burger Place for people who don't have them in their area. They're all over the place and they're constantly responding. And, you know, they, they kind of have like a little sassy attitude with their kind of branding and marketing right now. However, it's something, you know, that gets conversation started and it endears people to it. So you're trying to build a sense of community. And when you have like a really nice product, like I won't name one of my clients, but they, they have a very, uh, they are, how do I want to say this? Like a cafe, for example, they have, uh, you know, very good uh, product, food, whatever, 
jelly, whatever you want to call that. And people really love that type of stuff and they love to comment. And they even get to a point where people talk about their own recipes and things of that nature. Don't ignore that stuff. You know what? Talking to that, it's just been building that business and it's just booming so much right now. And it helps to have that because it's front and center for a lot of people. Like I said, this is the new, this is kind of like calling someone up on the phone, but it's a lot easier because you don't, you do it at your convenience. You don't have to wait on, uh, on, you know, uh, hold or with elevator music or whatever playing while you're on the phone. And not everybody has all the time in the world. I know some people, they want an instant response from you on social media. And as long as you know, you're, you're doing okay with your response. I think most people understand that you're busy and maybe don't live on Facebook. But it also depends on how big your business is too. If you're, you know, uh, somebody's magic muffins or something like that, and you're very small, like bake shop, I think they're going to understand you're a small bake shop. If you're somebody that's large and you're like, I mentioned Wendy's, Best Buy, like, you know, that have the Walmarts of the world. Yeah, that could be a bit of a problem if you don't have like, you know, the staff or the manpower to really drive this. So, and I'm only on the first bullet point here, but responding is like a big thing. You kind of you want to respond. And when you do, you kind of want to have something in place because if you have somebody, even myself, I've been hired to do jobs and I don't know necessarily how to respond to certain comments. And I am the gatekeeper of all things social media. So it very much it, it helps as you begin to do some of the commenting as myself and learn someone else's business. But you want to have a plan or you want to have some parameters. Anybody that's worth their salt that does this, like myself as a social media manager, or whether you're doing this on your own, um, I think you kind of understand. You would understand your own business, obviously, but you kind of know that you're just not going to willy-nilly fire off some stuff even just you don't even want to be like a I'll get back to you in a minute because sometimes you're you're addressing the these people in public as you know the official page and then it looks like you don't know what you're talking about so have that kind of a, a game plan set a strategy maybe even some you know kind of short statements that are already drafted and even the simple things in life such as thank you and you know just being kind is, is really cool now if you give an answer to something and it's a question you get a lot, obviously, if you end up having something like a spot on your website, if you have a website, you might want to start considering calling some of these questions, uh, kind of herding them together with your answers because you're already typing the answers if you're responding, if you can respond. Because, I mean, obviously, if you're a car mechanic and somebody's asking you how to change brakes on a, I don't know, 87 Ford, whatever, you're not going to tell them how to do that because that's how you make your money, right? That, that that's You're giving it away if you're doing that. Obviously, there's certain things you cannot answer. You could kind of maybe guide them in the right direction or say, hey, I would take a look at it or something of that nature. And that's still responding. But um, you want to be consistent, though, with your responses. You don't want to give, in the example of the auto mechanic, give one person um, – $200 worth of free advice and then tell the next person, you know, to pound salt because that's going to look bad. It's going to upset people. So at least keep that in mind. And that's why you should have that game plan and, you know, kind of draft some maybe canned responses. And I'm mentioning all of this together. It kind of comes together because if you have those questions and answers and you put them on your website, you have an FAQ. This is part of tracking what it is you're doing because you're probably would be tracking phone calls or emails or anything of that nature 
nature. And then this this really helps you to better, you know, serve your clients, customers, etc. Because now you're learning more about maybe what isn't clear with your own brand or business or your offers. And this is going to help outline things. It's just going to make you more efficient too. So it's it, you'd be amazed. It, it may even give you some ideas on even new offerings. It's it's really cool. It seems like some people would be like, you know, they would have heard the beginning of this episode and said, yep, Facebook, waste of time, everybody negative and bad. Not necessarily because um, when you get somebody that is following you, they're they're part of your audience. They, they become an advocate of your brand if you foster that goodwill, right? So you want to be friendly. You want to be passionate. You want to be approachable. You want to be personable. Um, and when you start to type something, when I start to type something, I start to think, is this the right response? Uh, is this what I should say? Also, keep in mind that tone doesn't necessarily come across in black and white letters on a on a computer screen or on like a tablet or smartphone. So be careful with word choice. Be careful in, in knowing that something could be taken the wrong way. You could use emojis. Uh, that might help, even if it's to lighten the mood, if you're dealing with negative responses. You might be able to tone this down a little bit again, depending on how enraged someone is or upset. It, it may be best to take a conversation offline if it dovetails into three, four, five, you know, replies that are all just bad, bad, bad. So keep that in mind. But maybe at first, you you know, just being just being approachable, just being just listening, just saying, hey, I'll hear you out. What's what's the problem? What can I help you with? If, it, if it's a negative response or, or a, um, a complaint, that's going to go a long way because some people just want to be heard. And that's all you need to do there. Sometimes just to kind of, you know, break that, break down that barrier. Um, also with being consistent, the consistency you got to go with everyone who's involved. So if you happen to be somebody that's lower down in the food chain and you are the one that's responsible for keeping track of all of this social media stuff and replying, just kind of hope that maybe somebody that's like your boss or if you are the boss and you have somebody that's underneath you that's that's you know one of your subordinates, for example, for lack of better words of saying this, Make sure everybody's on the same page because you just never know when it's going to be bad. And by all means, by all means, if you have employees and you're doing this, you have other people that are tied to your social media, number one, if they're doing it officially as your page, you got to be consistent for sure and make sure there isn't anything that's going to harm your reputation. But what else can harm your reputation is if somebody has a personal account that is you know, somewhat tied to your brand or business, and then they start posting things that are just, well, maybe not... Uh, unacceptable or controversial even because let's face it in this day and age if you talk about anything from religion to politics not everyone's going to share the same opinion on that so try and stay out of some of those things specifically on you know your uh, business type profiles but also if somebody else is tied to it just make sure that they're not going off the reservation there and if it is a must for your brand business company get a social media policy in place. It's no different than, you know, saying no swearing in the workplace or treating customers a certain way if you happen to have a front a storefront. So um, some other ideas. I was saying you could come up with some stuff. This isn't necessarily in the negative complaint department, but you could find out what people are saying about you sometimes, even if they're not saying it on your specific page, commenting on your specific posts or tweets, or maybe they're hashtagging something. Just do a search for yourself. 
You get, there's a search bar on Facebook. There's a search bar on Twitter. Um, there's even searches on YouTube. If you have, you know, if you have that much of a presence that people will actually go on, there's a, there's a very well-known um, uh, video game company that there's people that purchase product from them and they post reviews. And a lot of times it's negative reviews about the things that they're selling. And there's videos of that on YouTube. So you ha- th- this is valuable information. I mean, you're not even soliciting for research or surveys or anything like that. These people are willingly putting this information out there. So in in this event, they're not engaging with you directly. So this may not be something that you want to necessarily comment on. They may not want to be found. They, they're kind of being passive aggressive. Uh, but this is information that you could use for the next time so you don't have another type of you know problem, complaint, bad review, anything like that, any type of negativity. So keep that in mind. You could also do the same thing with competitors. If you have competitors, you could kind of creep on you know, their social media and see what people are saying about them, good and bad. So it works both ways with that too. And in the same way, when you start doing this type of searching, you're going to find out where your customers necessarily are. I've mentioned this before. Just don't be on this social media for the sake of being on social media. And that means if, if more than likely you're going to encounter your type of clients or customers on LinkedIn, you need to be on LinkedIn. If you're not, don't be on LinkedIn. In. There's no harm sometimes. You don't want to put your spread your eggs in so many baskets, so to speak. Um, I mean, if they're if they're hanging out on Facebook or Twitter, you'll find out what's a good fit. And if it's not working for you in certain aspects, maybe it's something that you just need to kind of abandon and just focus on one thing in particular. Now, if you go back on some previous episodes, I talk about automation. I talk about tools that help you kind of consolidate all of these tasks into one spot. So check that out. There's many tools out there where you can look at your Facebook and Twitter maybe at the same time or respond or post to social media at the same time so you're not wasting hours on end with this type of stuff. You don't want it to be a burden on you. And trust me, when you're sometimes you're reading things that aren't necessarily uh, positive, you know, it's it's that tough love. Sometimes it's just that truth that comes through about yourself. It's going to wear down on you a little bit more. But use use this by all means. Use it as a positive tool. And you're going to when you find out where you need to be, you're going to be able to measure to the effectiveness of what you're doing on social media, obviously. And it takes time. Don't expect it to happen just overnight. Uh, no, not every video that goes on YouTube is viral. Uh, if everybody knew what worked, even in a marketing sense, we would all be millionaires. So uh, just keep that in mind. There's a variety of different things that you could post and work with and then find out what works best for you. Because, you know, this is just like I talk about workouts and diets sometimes. Not all those things are one size fits all for every single person. What works for one may not work for you. So keep track of these different things. I hope that learning how to respond to people on social media, I mean, it's it's a big thing. You don't want to say that you're selling this, uh, learn how I did this or I'm selling this, you know, miracle widget and then uh, just start bashing the very people that you may want to bring in as customers. And if somebody else is going to be interested, they're going to read those bad comments and say, no, you know what, forget this guy or gal. I'm going to go to the next person. And that's precisely what you don't want to be doing. But you may get them engaged enough they read people read reviews this is kind of like you know i'm not talking about just the review thing of you know four and a half out of five stars they're reading comments because they're trying to get a sense of who you are and learn about you so be sure to be out there be sure to foster that goodwill build community be friendly and approachable and make sure it's consistent for everyone that you work with 
Till next time, folks, my name is Joe Kuzma. You know how to find me. I am anywhere and everywhere there is on social media. The website's joekuzma.com on YouTube and iTunes. Don't forget to leave a review, uh, positive, hopefully. Like the post if you're there, and don't forget to subscribe. I encourage all of my fellow listeners out there to always be safe, be good, and I'll catch you later. Hi, folks. This is Joe Kuzma. (laughs) No, don't worry. You're not hearing things twice. I'm just here to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you for listening to today's show and being a follower and subscriber of the Discontent Podcast. And I want to remind you that if you're interested in more information about all the various things it is that I do, whether it be about this show, content marketing, or you want to ask a question, you may visit me at joekuzma.com. That's J-O-E-K-U-Z-M-A dot com. Or you can follow me as well on Facebook. Make sure you get the page and not the personal profile. Sorry, it's only for friends and family. Also on Twitter at Joe underscore Kuzma, LinkedIn or Instagram. Also, don't forget, if you haven't already, subscribe, whether that be on iTunes, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider so you don't miss out on any of the great episodes that we have. Once again, thank you again for your support. And I look forward, as always, to speaking and interacting with each of you again soon.